there's a lovely Hasidic tale about the Holy Rebbe Reb Zusha, who had a student and a Hasid, who was a relatively simple man, but a man of means nonetheless, and a great supporter of Reb Zusha. And every year this man would come and visit Reb Zusha, and he would sit in Reb Zusha's study. He would study Torah as much as he could understand. He would bask in the holiness of Reb Zusha. And before he left, he would contribute and support Reb Zusha as much as he could. For Reb Zusha, his support was a really big deal. One year, this particular Jew showed up at an unscheduled time. When he got there, he was shocked to learn that Reb Zusha was not in town. Where is he? the man asked. Well, his family told him, Reb Zusha has gone to see his Rebbe. Reb Zusha's Rebbe was the Magid of Mezrich. And when this man showed up to see Reb Zusha, Reb Zusha was by his Rebbe, by the Mezrich Magid. And the simple man was dismayed and he was disappointed. You mean, he said, my Rebbe also has a Rebbe? My Rebbe is not the greatest? He's a chosid of a different Rebbe? Absolutely, the family said. You didn't know that. Reb Zusha is a tremendous, devout, and very humble chosid before the Magid of Mezvich. Well, this man was not pleased to hear that. And as he traveled home, number one, disappointed that he didn't see Reb Zusha, he began to wonder about his choice of giving all this money and all this support to Reb Zusha. And the man said to himself, well, why should I give my money to a second-class Rebbe? If I'm, al- if I'm already giving the money, might as well go to the top. Let me go to my Rebbe's Rebbe and give him the money. Surely the money that Sadoka will be on an even higher level if we go to the Rebbe's Rebbe's. And so after that, the following year, when it was time for the man to travel to Rabzusha, instead of traveling to Rabzusha, he traveled to the Magid of Mezrich and gave the Magid of Mezrich whatever it was, contribution, support that he would have usually given to Rabzusha, he gave it to the Magid and he traveled home, all the way home, patting himself on the shoulder, telling himself what a wonderfully smart person he was to choose a better address for his money. Unfortunately, the story goes, within a couple of months after that, the wheel of fortune turned on this man and he lost his money. So with great humility and so to speak with his tail between his legs, he goes to Reb Zusha. Back to Reb Zusha. Reb Zusha, he says, it appears I've sinned. I've committed a terrible crime and Almighty God has punished me for what I've done. What do you do, said Reb Zusha, and why do you think you're being punished? Well, he said, Instead of giving the money to you, I gave the money to your Rebbe, to the Magid. And Hashem punished me because now I've lost it all, or most of it, and now I'm in such a position that I can't afford to give anybody or barely any tzedakah at all. No, says Reb Zusha, you've misunderstood. You're not being punished. You're just not understanding what's going on. You see, said Reb Zusha, Almighty God works with people in a system called Mida Keneged Mida, and it means measure for measure. God works with people in the way that people work with God. As long, said Reb Zusha to this man, as you were giving wholeheartedly, and the money that you gave came from your heart, 
and you didn't sit there and intellectually rationalize which was the best place to give the money of tzedakah to. Should I give it to my Rebbe? Should I give it to my Rebbe's Rebbe? Should I give it to this holy person or a holier person, etc.? You just gave, you contributed from your heart. Almighty God gave you from His divine heart and He gave it to you generously and comfortably and freely. No holds barred. But once Almighty God saw that you started to make cheshboinus and say, wait a second, why should I give the money to this guy if there's somebody else who's even more worthy and someone else is more befitting? Almighty God looked down from heaven and said, wait a second, why should I, God, give the money to this guy? Maybe there are others who are more befitting and who are more worthy. And so the wheel of fortune turned and the money that was going to you has now gone to someone else. All right, the man said, how can I fix this? How can, I fix, how can I fix this and re- rewire the channel so the money is flowing back to me? Simple, said Reb Zusha. Go back exactly to what you were doing before. The tzedakah, the, 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 the support that you give, the money that you contribute, give it with a whole heart. Give it to the tzedakah that you feel is necessary, that is important, that is relevant to you. Don't sit there and wonder, perhaps there is another address. Don't let your mind interfere with the journey of your heart. Give the tzedakah wholeheartedly. Almighty God wants it to come from the heart. And then when you do so, Almighty God will bless you from His divine holy heart with the same generosity as before and even more. This week's Parsha is, of course, Parsha's Truma. And in the beginning of the Parsha, the Jews are called upon to all contribute. It's a fundraising Parsha. Rabbis like love this Parsha because they get up in their shuls and remind everybody to contribute. But it is the first time, actually, in Jewish history that a full, proper fundraising effort was launched, very successfully. And the Rabbeinu Shloidom, Hashem tells Moshe Rabbeinu, Zois HaTruma, this is the... The, the truma, this is the contribution. You should take from them zohov, gold, kesef, silver, nechoshes, copper, etc., etc. And the commentaries say, Zois ha-truma, this is the contribution, this is the support. That you should take from them. Meaning what? Make sure, says Hashem, that the contribution that they give is me'itam, is from their full heart, is wholehearted. And for this, the Torah gives different options, gold, silver, and copper. If it's too difficult for them to give the gold wholeheartedly, then absolutely take the silver. If it's too difficult for for them to give the silver wholeheartedly, absolutely give them the copper. When it comes to contributing to Hashem, remember, the quality of the heartfelt investment of the contribution can be more important than the quantity of the contribution. May Itam, the heart of the Jew, has to be invested, whether he's giving gold, silver, or copper. Have a wonderful week.